ER News. I'm Dan Klefstad. Illinois gun rights groups are hoping a U.S. Supreme Court decision will open the door for more Second Amendment rights in the state. Mawa Iqbal reports. The court's decision saying Americans have a right to carry guns in public will not directly impact Illinois' concealed carry laws. In Illinois, authorities must issue a concealed carry permit if a person meets the requirements, unlike in other states where there's more discretion. John Bach with Guns Save Life is hopeful judges will now reassess Illinois' gun laws, including the requirement of a firearm owner's identification card. Imagine having to pay a, a, a licensing fee to uh, attend church or to uh, read a book. That's how we look at the, uh, the FOID card and its uh, unconstitutionality. Gun Save Life has challenged the FOID Act in local and state courts. I'm Mawa Iqbal. Illinois Democrats made their case Thursday for why the land of Lincoln should host the presidential primary in 2024. Illinois is one of several Midwestern states vying to host the party's biggest political event of the 2024 presidential cycle. State Comptroller Susana Mendoza was in Washington, D.C. for the presentation. She said no other state compares to the ethnic and regional diversity of Illinois. We look like America. We talk like America. Southern Illinois is the South. The, ro- <laughs> the road to national appeal, it runs right through Illinois. It's called Route 66. Mendoza and Illinois House Speaker Chris Welch said the state will do whatever it takes, even moving the primary date again. National leaders will decide the order of states in August. The West Nile virus has been reported in seven Illinois counties so far, and the State Department of Public Health is urging people to fight the bite. No human cases have been reported yet. Public Health spokesperson Mike Claffey recommends you wear insect repellent when outside, especially at dusk and dawn when mosquitoes are more active. It's also a good idea to make sure windows have tight-fitting screens without any tears. Common symptoms of the virus include fever, nausea, headache, and muscle aches. Last year in Illinois, 64 people tested positive for the virus and five died. The Illinois Department of Children and Family Services is providing more financial support to foster families. Monthly stipends are going up to help foster parents, caregivers, and older youth in care struggling with inflation. The, uh, this, is, this will be on top of the already planned 3% cost of living adjustment taking effect next month. I'm Dan Klefstad. I'm Leah Lerner reporting WSIU News. A Mississippi man faces two murder charges in connection to the death of a woman in Carbondale in May. Carbondale police say 42-year-old Jamar Boyd of Hollandale, Mississippi, was arrested and is currently being held in Mississippi. He faces two counts of first-degree murder in the death of Ashley Curtis, who was reported missing May 3rd and found dead May 9th at a home in Carbondale. In addition, 49-year-old Ludie Hicks of Carbondale has been charged with obstructing justice in the case. She is in custody in Henderson County, Kentucky. The Illinois Department of Transportation uh, says the public is invited to comment about the proposed roundabout at the intersection of 148 and Old Route 13 west of Marion. The proposed roundabout will include impacts to Crab Orchard National Wildlife Refuge in both the southeast and southwest corners of the intersection. The public can view aerial photography with proposed alignment alternatives, proposed typical sections, and a safety overview. Plus, they can submit comments. Physical copies of the project materials will also be available at the Illinois Department of Transportation District 9 office in Carbondale from this Monday through the end of the day on July 11th. 
IDOT will share details of the project and encourage people to participate from Monday through July 15th through a new website. The link is where you can find that on our website, wsiunews.org.